It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It is an Articles of News episode and uh, joined uh, from Texas. That's right. The the uh, the greatest state. Of, I don't know. Texas people drive me crazy, except <laughs> for Mr. Mayor Chow and also Mr. Russ Wild, who is the uh, going to do news with me today. Hello, Russ. For a second there, I thought you were calling me the mayor of Texas. No, which, no, I know. No, I was like, wow, I, I didn't think I'd... Uh, Attain that level, but now I get it. Do Texas people drive you crazy in Texas, or do you just get like desensitized to it? I mean, I think there's a there's a level of state pride that yes. is um, at first galling, mm-hmm. and then you recognize that it's based in reality, and then you just yeah. buy into it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're like, why would you want to live into a, a state without great barbecue and Bucky's? and 70 degree weather in the winter well well okay so let me give texas a lot uh a lot of credit i've been there a couple times in the last few years i went to dallas one time i went to fort worth another time Both which is essentially the same place but go yeah, on well but i mean i was literally in the heart of fort worth and literally only in the heart of dallas uh and and both times were a lot of fun they were very delicious but like I feel like the second I got out of downtown metropolis, those cities, like as I went out to kind of be like, well, what is the sprawl of this? It was like red, white, and blue, you know, Texas garnered clothing, and it like it 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 were it was a little bit of like I've been watching this documentary on Netflix about Flint, Michigan, you know. Like there, it's a. It, it felt a little bit like something could explode at any point, and then this would be an entirely different place. That's how I felt about Texas. Interesting. I I I will say that when we moved into our current home, I would make the joke when people visited, if you can guess how many, or if you can count how many Texas stars are in this home, you win a prize. Mm-hmm. And as many times as I made that joke, because there were a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I never actually counted how many there were because there were too many to count and I'd lose track. I'm talking about like stars in light fixtures and stars in the bathroom and stars in the glass and the cabinets. And... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But not, you don't feel like the frontier. Cause like, I, so, so let me, let me try and relate it a different way. One time I went to the big Island of Hawaii. Right. And everyone thinks, well, what, like Oahu? no. There's a big island of Hawaii. That's the state of Hawaii. I digress. I'm not explaining it to you. But right, I there's several to- islands. My wife yeah. went to Hawaii on yeah. her mission. Yes. I'm familiar with the uh, island culture. I've yes. asked the congregation to say aloha in church. No, I haven't. <laughs> I'd never do that. But, but uh, yeah, uh, sidebar. I really do love when people are like, oh, the, uh, the island of Hawaii. And then they go on to tell me about Oahu. And I'm like, no, that's not the right. Anyway, so there's this place. On the island of Hawaii, the you know the island of Hawaii, where down in the south, like people go that don't want to deal with law anymore. That's what the entire state of Texas feels like to me. I mean, you 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 just said that you ventured to the outskirts of Fort Worth, uh-huh. and now you just said the entire state of Texas. I, I mean, I <laughs> feels like. You you can't incite people if you don't make generalized, broad brush statements about I, I will say that the one thing that surprised me about texas i served my mission in texas and then i came back and moved 
I served my mission in Houston and further east, and then I moved to Austin for work later, unrelated to the two, sort of. But uh, the one thing I will say is that it's it's unique in the fact that um, the Houston area and the Austin area and the San Antonio area and the Dallas area, they might as well all be different states. Really? Like there is a breakup of culture and people and differences that is really apparent once you're here and probably even visiting if you were to hit all of those cities. Mm-hmm. Like when I drive from my house to San Antonio, I feel like I cross the state line, which is we- weird, but it's it's just a, a different place. And, and that's kind of the thing that I like about it is you can you can hit so many different things. I mean, there's 20 million people within four hours of me. It's a big place. Jeez. But I live out in the country by myself on a ranch. And, and to be fair about those 20 million people, there's 1 million people in the uh, within the walls of your home, or so it feels. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes it feels that way. You guys have five kids? Is that right? Yeah. No, I I oftentimes it, it compared to where I live to like living in Provo of Texas, you know, just you know an hour south of the capital uh-huh. city. But uh-huh. it's like that if Payson had two million people. Okay, okay. Because so people San Antonio has a, is Payson in that okay. analogy. Uh, are you or maybe still, maybe Nephi? Are you still stealing rainwater down there in Texas? We're not allowed to do it like you. I actually looked into it a little bit at my house. I'm not allowed to steal the rainwater like you are. Um, I am harvesting the rainwater. It's not stealing. No, we're uh, 100% on rainwater now. I mean, look at the tank. I can see it out the window. And yeah, the level's still good. That's amazing. Hasn't rained for a while. Yeah, we have a a 30,000-gallon tank of water we drink out of. Can you tell the difference? Like if Um, you go to someone's house and you go, well, well water. Oh, you know, you can tell well water. But uh, the... uh, the water here, the biggest thing that I've noticed, I mean, it tastes great, but I, I feel like I've been desensitized to the taste at this point. Or is it but we have? I move on. We have one of those pictures that you plug in to heat up water to make the hot chocolate in the morning. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have the element right in the, the water pitcher. So it goes heats, quick. Heats the water, right? Speed. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the past, that thing was just covered with lime and all sorts of mineral deposits and mm-hmm. Every month or so, I'd have to clean it out. But I cleaned it out once we got the rain turned on. And I looked at it today, and it was sparkling clean because there's no uh, no nothing in that water but hydrogen and oxygen. <laughs> and two parts on the hydrogen side. Yeah. Uh, anything else as we're in kind of this opening exercise this time that you wish to to sort of bring up or or that you're thinking about or anything like that? I, I missed you on my recent visit to Utah. I know. The the stupid snow messed up a lot of things on that trip. Well, I mean, here 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 is the thing too. So I'm in a show over at the Desert Star Theater, which I haven't done in a long time. And uh, I think in the in the height of when you guys were here too, I was in this. This happens with every time I do a show. There's this feeling of like, have I ever been good at anything ever? And a little bit of self-loathing that kind kind of comes along with it. So you guys kind of visited right in the height of that. Right. So like it that's where I sort of hunker down. You 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 know, you pull the blanket over the head and you go, Yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe I should make completely different life choices. But uh we 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 had an enjoyable trip to Utah and uh we took our daughter to the temple for the first time uh, How is a that? year. A year sooner than I expected because the the change they changed the yeah. yeah 
so she turned 11 on in December and you know, she went from being having a year to go to go to the temple to uh, I'm going to go in three weeks. So was it pretty cool? It, it was, it was, it was interesting. We went to the Mount Tipanogos temple and there were actually, I was surprised because it seemed like we were trying to find babysitters and it seemed like a lot of the kids were going back to school already mm-hmm. on that to that Tuesday mm-hmm. after new year's. And, uh, but there were a lot of, uh, 11 year old kids in the temple that day lots of families doing taking their kids for the first time now you were born and raised in uh in utah did you ever do the before you'd go to school in the morning go to the temple i didn't i was in springville it was a little bit farther to a temple we had to drive uh all of 10 miles to the road. <laughs> uh no my wife did it a lot but i i don't even know of anybody that did that in from my high school like it, i never like when when I heard first heard my wife talk about doing that every morning before school, I was like, or not every morning, but like once a week you'd go. Yeah, I when I heard that, I was like, that's a thing. I'd never, I'd never heard of that. I've never <laughs> thought of it. Yeah. I assume I assume maybe some kids did it, or maybe maybe Provo just didn't do it because they were running missionaries through so fast. Oh, that's a but fair I, point. I don't know. Huh. Well, uh, I I should say uh, I I think it's cool. I, it's it's fun for me when I see because um, I now I'm in the stage of life where a lot of my friends, their kids are either going on missions. I have a lot of friends who are sending their oldest out on a mission, uh, or that are doing the youngest is going through the temple for the first time, sort of things. You guys are a little bit delayed as far as that goes because this was your first to go through the temple, but still, like seeing the pictures and sharing that, I always kind of go, oh. Well, about that i wonder what that's like no it was interesting it was fun i liked it uh when we take a break and we come back and do actual articles of news people should know that um this news there's a reason why russ is here and uh they're wearing black yeah and where it's the news today is uh it, it is um when i do news with people i know what their sort of specialty is and I don't mean specialty like, uh, yeah, anyway, I know that Russ is able to talk about the delicate topics. And so the news today will be heavy. It is some stories that I've kind of been hanging on uh, in, in, my news, in my news folder for a little bit because I'm like, I, I, first of all, I want to see what develops. Second of all, I want to be able to, to have a conversation uh, with someone that uh, knows sort of from the legal because you followed a police beat in your news reporting for a while and can speak to it. And then uh, lastly, because I, I know you can you can speak in and around it in a way that will be beneficial for people listening. All that said, there will be a couple of light stories that will sprinkle in there. But for the most part, if you got a, a family full of people that you're going to the to the what six flags if you're if you're putting this on and you're doing a, a fun little trip you may want to pause it right here and come back to the uh, heavier news that we come back and do in articles of news imagine running a small business today it's challenging imaging and internet presence is an absolute must even with that you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe now imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients imagine Lennon design whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation advertising media and promotional materials Lennon design is your partner in business they'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you 
When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. BestDJinUtah.com is the website that you need to go to if you would like to party with me. Now, just because it says Utah as part of the URL does not mean that it has to be in the state of Utah. I've traveled to such illustrious places as Wyoming, Nevada, Texas, Washington, and others, Idaho as well. If uh, if you're having an event and you think, you know what, I would love the energy, the charisma that is Richie uh, to be able to bless the event. I don't know why I said bless. You can hit me up, bestdjinutah.com. Maybe you, you yourself are getting married or has been the case multiple times this year. You are the apparent not a parent, just the parent, uh, or one of the parents, because there's multiple parents. I'm getting distracted. You are one of the parents of the bride or groom, and you think, Richie would be great to be at this event. You can hit me up, bestdjinutah.com. Be sure that you mentioned uh, that you hear it on the cultural hall. I may, in fact, even get you a little bit of a discount. Who knows? We'll see how I feel that day. It's bestdjinutah.com. Hi friends, Dan the Laptop Man here from PC Laptops. I get a lot of emails from people all the time. Here's one. Dear Dan, I hear your talk about a lifetime service guarantee. Free? Really? Please help me avoid all your fine print and be honest about what free means. You understand that we should be very wary of a free offer? Signed, Skeptical. Hi, Skeptical. I remember 22 years ago when we started PC Laptops and our lifetime service guarantee... People thought it was too good to be true. Well, you know, after a decade, people started believing me a little bit. But you know, it's been 22 years of having the privilege to serve our friends and neighbors like you. Our lifetime service guarantee has become the most trusted warranty in the industry. You can get a brand new PC laptops, desktop computer, and they start at only $29 a month. Check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Here's to seeing you soon, Skeptical. Here in the second half of Articles of News, we do actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. And away we go. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I gave I, I gave the, the biggest pitch for this, <laughs> so I don't even know where to start. Is there a yeah. particular place that you would like to start? I mean, I feel like your buildup is... Uh pretty pretty heavy so we we should we should talk about the new primary songs yeah <laughs> wouldn't that be the thing that all of this build up for this you know a non-issue no there it just seems like with with what i have mentioned in articles of news it seems like there are some that are just kind of hanging out that i just haven't haven't talked Let, let's start here let's just get right into it shall we uh there was a utah man that was charged with sexually assaulting women that he met on an LDS dating app. Obviously, the dating app is mutual, those that are familiar with it. Uh, Samuel Whitney Faber, 42, out of Sandy, Utah, was charged with first-degree felony aggravated sexual assault, three counts, first-degree felony aggravated kidnapping, one count, second-degree felony forcible sexual abuse, two counts, and third-degree felony aggravated assault, one count. According to an affidavit of probable cause, the victim met Faber on the mutual dating app. The two reportedly chatted for a few days before meeting up. They met at a restaurant. Props to the the uh, the person for saying, hey, let's meet in a public place. Uh, the affidavit says that the victim claims that Faber was asking her weird questions 
like if she had a concealed carry uh, weapon permit. Faber allegedly then told her that he had one and took a twenty-two caliber gun, which looked like a silver metal case that opened up into a firearm out of his pocket. I I mean, uh, obviously this is an important story for people who use any dating site like uh-huh. you know you got to be careful and obviously you can't because one's geared toward members of the church you can't let that safety guard down no absolutely but, uh yeah what a creep uh, also i don't i don't know what the proper answer is if someone looks at you and says are you carrying a gun <laughs> You always say yes. It's like that line from Ghostbusters. When someone asks, Ray, when someone asks if you are a god, you say yes. I would probably say, you don't want to find out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, it, this story goes on. They reportedly discussed cars. Faber then invited the victim to come back to his house and see his new Camaro, to which she agreed. On the way back to his house, Faber allegedly asked the victim if her family knew where she was before commenting, quote, if I threw you in a ditch, I would have to take your phone. Once back at the Faust, Faber gave the victim a tour of his house and backyard, once again showed her his gun, pointing out where the bullets go and where extra bullets go. Faber reportedly then began making sexual advances on the victim who repeatedly said no and resisted his attempts. Eventually, the victim agreed to Faber's request to go into his hot tub because she felt she could control the situation better outside. Once in the hot tub, Faber continued to sexually assault the victim. The affidavit states that they then exited the hot tub and the victim asked Faber to take her back to her car. It just... um, it's yeah, I, I mean, I I feel like in in these situations you kind of have to role play beforehand, right? Like, what are you going to do in and and this is what I'm going to tell my daughter as she gets older. You have to kind of like imagine out crazy scenarios and like have a plan. Have a plan. Like, who are you going to call? Obviously, you're meeting someone from the internet. You've got to have a couple friends on standby that know, hey, I'm with this person. This is where I'm going to be. My location is on. You know, make sure I'm okay text me and check in a couple of times and I'll keep you updated. And then like, you know, there's ways you can, you know, set up your phone beforehand so you can discreetly notify people for in an emergency, but goodness sakes. Yeah. And and I mean, really- I'm not saying, and I'm not saying any of that, like would, would have protected these, these victims and that, that they didn't do those things. But, sure. And yeah. And that would it would have prevented anything from happening. In fact, it could have made it worse. You never know in this situation. But goodness sakes! Yeah, I, yeah. And I there. want to be very clear too. I I am, I I want to steer very clear from any sort of victim blaming. It's interesting that you say like when your child will meet someone from the internet, right? You she she would be of dating age, you know, right? You know, a legal adult. I would hope as well. You know, not just sixteen, <laughs> but eighteen, not, right? Well, I, I mean, before. Yeah, before I can't imagine a, a, a high school age man is dating that like that now or 16 year olds or well, well, I was interested in something that you said is said you said when your daughter meets someone and, and okay. I think for, for those of us of a certain age, we go, ah, I don't know, it's, I'll meet someone in a bookstore and then I'll put my name and phone number in a book and they'll find it years later and we'll get together. Like, I feel like those of us of a certain generation are like, that's how it is. and. and Anything younger than that is just... Yeah, I mean, I guess 
We I have guess. to do this. This is how we do it. We meet people on an app, on a website, and it's just part of the game. And we just have to be so very careful. And I guess I didn't, uh, I didn't consciously think of picture my daughter meeting someone from the internet. I just mean even any date. Like uh-huh. if I'm, if I'm the the guy she meets in high school or from the neighboring high school or from the ward even. Yeah. Like you, you role play situations. Like what if this goes south in a way that you can't imagine? What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And like have those talks and have those plans so that you know if something does happen, like you know you have you know as much safety as possible and the ability to you know trigger something that can help get you out of there. You know that that scares the crap out of me just in general, right? That humanity is such a way that things like that story can occur. But then right. I I I sort of personify it in like you're the dad who's sending his daughter out and that I that almost, you know, I don't have children at home and part of part of that was when I had my stepson, I was such an anxious ball of uh, nearly worthlessness as far as worrying about all of that stuff that it 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 I would be lying if I didn't say that that is part of the reason why my wife and I have not chosen to have children at least to this point i mean i'll say this and again like i understand that like for a lot of people and and especially adults it's not necessarily practical but there is some wisdom in like the the church guidelines that you and i grew up with mm-hmm. in and and the idea of you know maybe if you're going to meet somebody online maybe you should do a group date first or, right right yeah but that doesn't that doesn't you know if things go well that i mean it wouldn't be long for an adult on a second or third date like to to find yourself in that but yeah 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 cuz how how easy is it for whatever individual to be perfectly charming on yeah. the first date on the group date on the meet the family date and then you're right i mean it it just sucks that you have yeah. to take that that much precaution and that things like that occur and 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 part of me also wonders how much of this happened when we were younger or even when we were in college and we, because of the internet and because of the ways things happen, we just didn't hear about it because I'm, I, I, these aren't new crimes, but well, how about on mutual is how about a light story? Would you like a light story? Yeah, let's go light. How about come follow Meadle? <laughs> oh dear. Have you seen, do you still play Wordle? Um, I, I have a lo- uh, love hate relationship with Wordle, but Tell me. Uh, well, I, I mean, I feel like I have a decent, I'll get a decent streak going and then, you know, life happens and I'm like, oh crap, I didn't play yesterday. And then my streak is gone. And then I'm like, why am I even doing this? And then, then I play and I'm like, it makes me feel smart. And then, mm-hmm. then it makes me feel dumb. And then I forget again and, but I, I can't quit it. I was big into it when it first came out. I haven't played in months. We used to I, do I, there is a guy in my ward that I like to follow up with every couple of months to find out where he's at on his streak because it's he started early and it's over over a year and hundreds. Yeah, of- but think of the the unnecessary pressure that that guy feels now. Yeah, n- no, for sure. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We Games used to are do, weird like that. Yeah, we used to do a competitive thing with uh, Wordle in our house, right? My, I would do it. My wife would do it. And, you know, we would have like consequences, air quotes, 
Like the person that didn't get the wordle quicker had to do the dishes that day or, you know, just dumb things like that. Okay, whoever loses today, whoever doesn't get it quick as the other one has to fold the laundry that we haven't done in a week. But now you can tie the gospel into it, you say? Yes, come follow Meadle. So Matthew and Lena Barnum, uh, they're up in Issaquah, Washington. Beautiful place, beautiful part of Washington. Uh, they teach the 11 and 12 year olds in their ward. He recently graduated from the BYU. Uh, he's a software developer at Amazon. And he thought, how can I Mormonize a popular cultural trend? This is how I'll do it. Come follow Meadle. And it is exactly what you think that it would be. You can go to come follow Meadle. That's M E D L E.com. And, uh, it's a daily word puzzle connected to the weekly Come Follow Me chapters. So you actually, it's a little easier, I think, than Wordle because it because gives you, like, it, it's within what you're studying. So you. So on Thanksgiving Day, uh-huh. the Wordle word was feast. Uh-huh. And I groaned and rolled my eyes. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, am I going to have to be, like, comparing days now? Like, oh, it's Christmas. Yep. What Christmas-themed word are you going to So I kind of, kind of annoyed me that they did that and i can but i I feel like this would almost make it like i'm now reading the scriptures not only to fill the spirit but to find five letter words (laughs) you go through just like do you remember in seminary when people would be like i use my green pencil to highlight (laughs) any references to whatever right so now you're going through your scriptures and you have a particular color i got a gold pen for five letter words but uh, so i i mean i i I haven't seen this before and i'm excited to play it today yeah but my question is is there is it a new is it a word a day or is it a word a week nope it's a word a day so you that that puts the pressure on you to get your your uh come follow me study done early well well, as you should as you should anyway uh, you you also can get a streak of daily wins, and um, I'm as I'm reading this. If you get uh, does that count as scripture reading? Can I count yes. that as scripture? Yes, reading? of course you can do that. Uh, if you get a hundred days in a row, you get automatic admittance to the celestial kingdom. So there you go. What? Yeah, I don't know I how he hoping, promised. I was hoping for a tithing <laughs> discount, <Yeah>. but <laughs> celestial kingdom. Here we it come. Flashes up. Show this discount to your bishop. Nah, it's cool. It's you know, I imagine it's come follow meadle. I imagine it was fairly easy to develop, right? Because the framework of the thing is already done. You just aggregate a bunch of five letter words, and and it's yeah, essentially have- the same game. Heavens knows there's a million uh, Wordle clones that you can play. And you know how much that guy made? The original Chris Wardall? Uh, didn't they sell it to the Times for $10 billion or something? No, no, undisclosed. <laughs> oh. But, but, but seven figures, undisclosed. Ah. We're doing the wrong thing, Russ. No, the, the, the thing is that I try to reinforce to my kids is that when they're telling me what they want to do, when uh-huh. they grow up, I say, the job that you're going to do when you grow up hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. You you need to invent it. <laughs> like, yeah. what what find what makes you happy and invent that job in some crazy way because none of, this, none of what we do now yeah. existed when we were in high school or college. Uh, or, or it's completely different because, like, in high school, right. you wanted to be a reporter, but I don't think in a million years you would have ever thought – that, that I'd be working out. for a streaming service focused on businesses. Yeah. Yeah. 
but there you are. Yeah. Here I am. Uh, I I wanted I want you to lead on this one. The the SCOTUS won't let Mormon trumpet band overturn 2020 election. Man, I, I read this headline and I had the hardest time trying to like. I wanted the trumpet to be um, Moroni's trumpet. Yes, me too. And I was like, I was trying to figure out how the the trumpet band. And then I was offended because apparently this family, uh, the Brunson brothers, they're not just conspiracy obsessed weirdos. They uh, also play trumpets and they <laughs> played on the Tonight Show. Uh-huh. And I, I I don't know which version of the Tonight Show, but the Tonight Show. And they even this is the part of the article that kills me. They even performed with Jay Osman, <laughs> one of the lesser known Osmonds. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Well, uh, and so they're a trumpet playing family uh-huh. that uh, they wanted the Supreme Court to overturn the 2020 election and essentially throw out 400 members of Congress, along with the vice president and the president. And I, surprise, the Supreme Court didn't. <laughs> I have to wonder um, where we've turned so much over to the courts, you know, whether it be like the Supreme Court or like state Supreme Court or something like that. Like, I have to wonder how many times, uh, you know, these different people that sit on courts or whatever are just like, this, we have to deal with this today? Is this what we're dealing with? Or is it such a respect for law and a respect for persons that they're just like, okay, this well, is a concern I, to someone, so we'll take it. I think the I think the problem here is news media coverage. Because um, if the story is person sues whoever for whatever mm-hmm. like you can sue anybody for anything there doesn't have to be any basis in reality for that right i could sue you for having replaced your missing teeth mm. because it traumatized me because i know the richie that was missing teeth mm-hmm. and then the then the, the headline is call former college roommate sues over teeth replacement and Uh everyone's like that's absurd that's the craziest thing well i can't believe that our judicial system is jacked because blah 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 and then like he sued for how much 10 billion dollars for getting new teeth i mean yeah and and then what happens in that case is your attorney says uh i'd like to file a motion to uh end this nonsense and the judge said agreed and it's done (laughs) (laughs) And, and so like uh, the, when it says that the Supreme Court won't hear it, like they have a list of cases that they could entertain, and I'm sure that it didn't make it past the intern. So, like, like when the announcement of the cases they're going to hear uh, shows up, it's like they didn't hear it, they didn't talk about it. They uh, not going to touch that with a ten foot trumpet and like, moved on. The the thing that I like that uh, came into my mind as you were speaking right now is I like the idea of all the Supreme Court justices being sort of on the bench, right? And then yeah. someone comes up and they're like, here's the case of, and they all just go, la, 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 la. <laughs> no, I, I, the way I picture it is uh, the Brunson family, you know, from the Tonight Show, they play trumpets. They're really <laughs> you know, great. Uh, you know, they've got a case husband. here about, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, then, uh, then Justice Alito is like, oh, I saw them with uh, the, that one Osmond guy, the, the less famous one. Sure. And then uh, then Kagan's like, I don't even know who these people are. And yeah. then uh, then they say, 
well, would you, would you like to hear this case? They think the uh, the election was the problems and they we're going to overturn it and throw out all these Congress people. And and then uh, Clarence Thomas is like, will they will they play their trumpets in court? <laughs> and then they say, no, they won't. That won't be allowed. And they, he's like, no, then we're not hearing it. Yeah. Next case. Get out of here. Although I will say this, uh, you know, they 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 are a pretty good uh, group of trumpeters. I watched several of their videos as I ventured down that rabbit hole for a few minutes. They're pretty good. Pretty good playing I, the trumpets. I, I, I just, I, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole, but in my head, I just... Uh, picture a uh, conspiracy theory ska <laughs> which it's probably not no no it was not they could play with the guy from the mighty mighty Boston's. sure sure uh where did you want to go as you looked at the stories Do you have any preference of where we oh, go I, I feel like uh, although political stories like that one could be serious i think that one was maybe a little bit lighter so we could probably go into something how about the uh, the man sentence in Michigan for abusing children while he was in the Boy Scouts and LDS Church? Do you want to go there? Sure. So this uh, this is a couple of weeks old. Again, I sort of held on to it because I you know I want to be able to to visit with uh, with you about it. If we're being honest, a New York man was sentenced to prison. I was Michigan. an Eagle Scout. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I only made it to Star. I only was a Star Scout. Uh, a New York man was sentenced to prison in Michigan for abusing two children when he was involved in the Boy Scouts and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Chapman, whom we've mentioned here in the Cultural Hall before, pleaded to one count of first-degree criminal sexual conduct and one count of second-degree criminal sexual conduct, according to his plea deal. Uh, Mark Chapman, 51, of New York, will serve two sentences for up to 20 years. This is significant because this is, as I understand it, um, the first, and apparently there is quite the log of these people who will be tried. Uh, this is the first individual who has been sentenced uh, in a, in association with not only the Boy Scouts of America, but also the LDS Church as they kind of go uh, about finding these individuals. What Anything about this particular story that that uh, stuck out to you? Um, I, I just think it's, I mean, I'm... Glad the guy took a plea deal and is going to prison. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, I can't imagine going to, you know, having these people come back and go th- through the whole trial thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how. Like I feel like the church has addressed this on some level, but I feel like as these, like you say, there's probably a, a long train of these cases that are going to begin coming through. And it's just going to, it just makes you, makes me as a parent realize that I can't, the fact that a person is a member of my ward and that I see them on Sunday does not mean that I can 100% trust my children with them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we mentioned just about the, I think it was a ward, uh, a 14 year old kid going into the bathroom. And so, right. you know, we'd mentioned that in a, Some, a someone had come movie. in from outside of the building and yeah. And, yeah. and videoed that person. Right. And that's a teenager. Like we think, I think there's this sort of like, ah, yeah, you could, you could go, you're at the age that you could go by yourself. I don't know what that age defined is, but we're like, yeah, no, they'll be fine. But there's still stuff like that. Uh, to your point about the amount of stories, this I found interesting. This is in the article. Um, the uh, this is the first sentencing in the AG's ongoing investigation into abuse with the Boy Scouts of America, which includes 
thousands of tips that have sent been sent from BSA National. So far, a completed review of 1,900 claims has resulted in nearly 90 cases being investigated for further action. And not all of those are, you know, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but that is... I would I would say probably in Michigan, the majority of those aren't church. Sure. But I, so I think that this is a broader scope. I don't think that... Oh, this yeah. Is just oh, yeah. Michigan or just New York where the case originated. I think this is a, a broad uh, look at this. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's, it'll be interesting to watch how the church continues to address the way adults and leaders and children interact together and the way that, that, that happens. I know that here, and I don't know if it's just because of our award or because of the size of the youth group here mm-hmm. like I, I don't feel like this they're not scouts anymore but i don't feel like the young men go camping near as much i don't feel like overnight activities happen and anywhere close to the scale that they used to when i was a, a young man like they they do you know they'll do youth conferences and they'll do you know oh a few days in the summer but other than that it's i don't I don't hear about one-off overnight events anymore. Yeah, I mean, we, we used, used to do to it do once a month. We would do it easily yeah. once a month, once a month growing up. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see, like, what other changes do we see in, like, limiting the opportunities for, you know, bad things to happen. Uh, maybe uh, another light story. Shall we go here? The Family History Library is now the Family Search Library. The it's library formerly brand. known as the Family History Library. Yeah. Now it's just a symbol. The Family History Library on Temple Square in Salt Lake is now known as the Family Search Library. Also, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, 5,700-plus family history centers around the around the world are now Family Search Centers, which I thought was interesting. Uh, the, the, the I actually centers. really like this. Tell me why. Because I feel like that's the church's family history library versus, oh, this is a family family search center because lots of people use family search. Oh. I think it demystifies it for people not of our faith. And like, oh, it's I'm not going to a library. I'm going to a search center. And I just feel like it's it makes it feel. I mean, obviously, it's part of the church. It's sure. you know, all of I mean, these a lot of them are, are in churches. Within, yeah, within churches. Right. Not but I think. I think it kind of, I, I can see the scenario where somebody goes, oh, I'm going to go to the, the family search center and then be surprised that it's at a church, mm. but I, which I think is good. Like, oh, okay, well, let's do this. Let's, it is. I it just, of, oh, go ahead. I, I know. I just, I, like I said, I think it makes it, I feel like it makes it more accessible. It makes it focused on what they're doing and it ties it into, you know, what, what people around the world are doing, not in our church and how they search for their family. When I saw though, uh, and I I think ch- the L- the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, we own Family Search, right? The website and the that brand that product is a Latter Day Saints product. If we didn't, there'd be a, a kind of a conflict there, would sure. But yeah, but, I mean, even, but even still, like as you look at now the the rebrand of these family history libraries to be the Family Search Centers, and they have that big Family Search logo now on the front of this building. I imagine. There will be some sort of air quotes branding around these family search centers that might be within churches. And and then 
And then this is the cynic in me. I like, I start to feel like it's like this part of our building brought to you by family search. Your, you know, your, your Sunday school is brought to you by Leah Hona. Get yours today. And then, you know, like it, it feels a little weird if they do that in churches, but even on that building to have this very like logo identified sort of brand with the church. I mean, the church uses its own logo. (laughs) I know, I know, know, but it feels, that feels a little different, but. I mean, it's not a logo. It's I, a I haven't, I haven't unpacked this this view of it yet. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I don't, I don't. We used to have a a family history library in my building, mm-hmm. and it's now moved to the stake center. And so, I don't know what sort of signage they have or had for that in the past. I don't recall us having anything other than a computer printout that said family history library that they tape to the window. And if you want to access it, call this person kind of thing. But yeah, no, I, I think a, a logos at church could be a little weird. I'm with sure. you on that. Sure. But, but to your point, I do love that it opens it up so that people go, Oh, I'm comfortable at this thing. Oh, this is housed in this place. Interesting. Okay. I like it from that perspective. So that, so that's kind of nice. Uh, did you, I asked you, and I'm not sure that you did because we haven't spoken about it. A good, uh, host of a show would have asked you this before we turned on mics, but here we are. I'm asking you, uh, while we do this, did you look into any more of the, um, the hate H I H A I G H T case out of Enoch, um, before we chatted any updates as to this is the gentleman who his wife said, Hey, we're getting divorced. And then they found her, the five kids, and the mother-in-law, and, uh, and I, the person himself dead in the home. I I didn't like look for any additional updates. I didn't I didn't hear any. I didn't see any. I'm sure I'm sure it's still. The, I I don't know that we'd hear any investigative information from that at this. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're in a rush to let anybody know any more details. I'm sure we'll we'll hear more later. Um, I did have a thought about that that I when it initially happened and I went down the rabbit hole of like, how, how do I know these people? How am I connected to them and work, work through that. And then I saw something on Twitter that kind of, I've been thinking about a lot since, and I don't think it's right. And I don't, but I I don't know how I feel about it either. Mm -hmm. The idea of, um, Obviously, there's a lot going on, and we don't know the full story of what happened to this family. We do know from court records that uh, the wife in the family had filed for divorce a couple mm-hmm. of weeks before. Mm-hmm. But with that, with that basic information, someone on Twitter, random person, threw out something like, "This is the sort of thing that happens when." a church teaches that there's nothing more important than the work that you do inside of your home. And a Mm -hmm. failure in home is like the greatest failure in the, you know, could be perceived as like the biggest failure. And I disagree with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously like, like, because if that were the case, then if if that, that one teaching was the driving factor here, I would, I would be surprised, but, I wondered, like, do things like that, those teachings, like, and I know I didn't say it right. Do they, I know they do good. 
right? I know that there's good that comes from that. That idea. Yeah, I like, can aspire to greatness knowing that you know uh, success like, inside the home is is better than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The idea that like if I like everything else that I do professionally or in the 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 world, like whatever I do, like it doesn't necessarily matter. What matters is really what happens in my house, and like mm-hmm. that that mindset I think can be helpful for people. But for teachings like that, where they're they're aspirational and helpful, is there also a downside of those? And then how do you balance that? Mm. That's the that's the thing that I've been stewing over for the last couple of weeks as I've been thinking about that case in particular. Is you know what's I mean? Obviously, all world religions have uh, violent elements that have happened and things that have happened people have used religion to justify everything and i don't know that religion was any part of this case in enoch but stepping back and thinking about it in that context i i i don't know that you can get away from the human human side of like there are just humans that are inclined to go to that place regardless of what the religion is or what the teaching is i just don't know but i yeah, I mean, having been a divorced person myself and uh, anyone who knows uh, my ex-wife, one of the things that surprised me the most about her, I mean, one of the reasons why she held on as long as she did is she didn't want to sort of have this public admittance of failure of a marriage. That never dawned on me. That is That was 0% a, a driving motivation of like why, like why I wanted to, to try and work things out or figure things out. But, but it was so much that I, you know, for her, she clung, she clung to this horrible situation because the, the, the fear or the public failure or the humiliation of doing this was too much for her to, to be able to face. And then of course, you know, we were able to face it and everything ended up fine. But, but that, but you know, there's all of those different components that I just, yeah, I don't and know. And that's, and that, that not, that's not necessarily, I mean, some of that's probably a, a religious thing and some of it's probably not in the culture that she was raised in or sure. But, and I don't, and I don't, you can't defend against that. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just heartbreaking. Well, and, and to the other side of that, there is within anything that ever happens ever, it seems like on Reddit or on Twitter, there is always that group of people that are like, see, right. Would never have happened if it weren't for. No, the, and you can all get of those, really caught up in that. Yeah. All of the, most of the, and that, and we talked last time, there was one of these with a, a, a family in the church and where I'd happen to know the, the husband involved. And like, it's, I think it's it's another example of you just don't know what's going on in people's heads mm-hmm. or houses. Like you don't, and yeah. as much as you want to or hope you can, it's. And I think it's scary that that happens, but that you you feel like you know people and you just who knows? Yeah. yeah. Uh. Ugh. Okay. Well, let's go here, shall we? The Mormon Church, according to this headline, they didn't know that you should say it's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This talks about the Mormon Church's 15 biggest stock positions. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or the Mormon Church has over $40 billion, according to this, worth of stocks positions at the end of the third quarter of 2022. 
and then this goes into, and this is what a lot of people talked about this last week, citing that uh, at one point it was a hundred million uh, and, and has billion. dropped and has, or uh, yeah, billion, sorry, a hundred billion and has dropped anywhere between 11 to 20%. That's certainly where the market has been, but people right. are saying that's billions of dollars that the church has lost in the stock market. And I, I, and I guess, I mean, I don't know how I've thought about this, right? And it, and it seems, so I go back and forth on this. I think, okay, well, the church has money. They're, they're going to find very um, educated, knowledgeable uh, professionals, and they're going to employ those people to try and make more money out of this money that they have, right? Part of me goes, that would be silly if you have this wealth building tool yeah if you if you, you if you know, just put it like everything's in paid savings and, and didn't make any money that seems you know right. sort of silly to me but when you look at it and you go oh because the church put it in and has now lost billions of dollars for some reason that feels different to me well i i i i, I hate talking about lost money and the stock market or any other investment vehicle because it just reminds you of your poor choices <laughs> well yes but no it's it it's it's like saying like like oh I, they, they're they're you don't know when the stock's going to hit its top and you don't know when it's going to hit the bottom mm -hmm. and it's like you're faulting them for not why didn't you pull it out when it was at its absolute high sure I'm looking back and I can see that on December 23rd, your stock portfolio is at its highest value ever. You should have cashed out. Why didn't mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that that argument is dumb. Also, um, I'm also a believer that you don't lose money unless you sell at a loss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, did they lose money? Like, they lost imaginary money. Sure. Well, and the other component of that too is we don't know where they started at. If they started at 60 billion and it was up to a hundred billion yeah. and they got, you know, say they did get in fact out at 80 billion, they still made 20 billion. So right. yeah, there's perspective a, as far as that goes as well. Right. And so like that whole, like even the, to, to shift gears just a teeny bit, like the, the Guinness book of world records this week said that, uh, Elon Musk has set the record for the loss of personal wealth mm -hmm. because he's lost so much, like a hundred billion in personal yeah. worth, right? I mean, it, but yeah, his stock was down sixty five percent. He lost, but it's not like it's not like he was Scrooge McDuck and had a money tower that he went <laughs> swimming in, and it went from being a full to a third of the way full. Mm -hmm. Like it was all just it's all just paper and mm. numbers and. But, it's not like but, he, so it's, I feel the same way about the church, but, but it was an interesting thing to me where I thought for just a moment, like, should we just, should this just be in a savings account where we go this is in the storehouse? We're not gambling with it. We won't make more, but we also won't lose more. And we just know what we have. And, and, and I guess I sort of resided to, well, I mean, the market's down right now. We will not be complaining when investors for the church make billions of dollars that are able to help that many more people because the market is up. I mean, if uh, their investment in Meta and Facebook uh, results in me not having to clean my building anymore, <laughs> then like, I'm fine. Sure. But as long as I have to go there on a Saturday morning and sweep up and take the garbage out, I got problems. Yeah. 
I mean, people have a real issue with that. Do you really mind it? Um, I don't mind doing it. I mind when it, I, I'm annoyed when it doesn't get done. Sure. Which, which then creates the problem of like, well, how many members are actually going to do it? And like the whole process of it. Like, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever been in a ward that's had a really good system for getting it done. Uh-huh. And so I feel like it probably falls on a couple of people. And I don't know that that's fair. No, it's not. The thing that, that, uh, that I really like about it, I like putting a podcast in my ears. And then I like, I, I really like the way that our word does it is like a chore chart for a child. You get the cards and then you get to flip the card over when you finish the thing. I really like just having my phone, putting my, you know, put my earphones in and just go into the church. And there, there are lots of, I have a lot of older folks in my ward, super chatty. Like they're like, and we're going to go get breakfast afterwards. And I'm like, I'm doing these two cards and I'm done. I don't, I, this is, this is a stop in my day, man. We are here, here listening to this and I'm out. I'm out. How often do you do that in your ward? So we, uh, we are in charge of every other month. And on okay. the months that uh, we're in charge, I try and go every Saturday. Okay. Because I just go, I just go in and I go, guys, I'm the bathroom guy today. I'll take care of all the bathrooms, got these cards, get the bathrooms done. And then it's still going on. People are cleaning. And I think some people would be inclined to be like, well, I'm staying until the job is done. And I'm like, did the bathroom cards, turned them over. Peace My out. My cards are done. I'm out. Yeah. 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 Interesting. We're going back to. Oh, go ahead. Oh. I was just say, getting back to the stocks, I think an, another interesting angle on this story is they they list out all the stocks, and I looked through them the other day, and I wondered sometimes about um, what's the word I was saying? Like, is it? Do I want my church invested in Facebook, right? And that, or or any other, or 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 Apple, or any company, or company Y that you know has whatever social impact or yeah because or then you have to business part- practices and like how do how do how do we balance that i think is an interesting take on that, that obviously that news article didn't do it was like sure they've got a bunch of money in apple and tesla and facebook and microsoft and amazon all the stocks that you you think they were sure so but 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 then like you say you have to sort of parse out what those companies stand for because like the church won't invest in anything that is marijuana product based there was an article about that a couple of years ago right they won't get any into any of the like marijuana pharmaceuticals or any of that kind of stuff they do get into just regular pharmaceuticals right and, i was gonna say there are pharmaceuticals as far as that goes. on that list um yeah but but, but, but the, and the, and then the other thought I had, I was like, okay, if I own a half a billion dollars in Facebook, me as a person, I don't know, I don't know really what that equates to in like how I get to have a say in the company, and do they leverage that? Mm, that's like, an interesting part of that. Do I they? Considered. I wouldn't imagine they, that's probably you know pocket change for. I mean, Facebook half a billion, but it's a, a pretty. I can't imagine there are. I mean, it's an institutional investor, so it's not like a person. So it's a little different, but I can't imagine there are, I don't, I, I'm curious. I'd be curious to know how many people hold more. I know there's probably lots, but I don't know. It's a, sure. Is it lots 50? Is it lots 100? Mm-hmm. Like, are they the, what is the, in the scale of, I, and I, I keep referring to Facebook and Meta because they were the the number one, that was where the most of the money was, according to that article, which explained it in a bunch of different ways. 
what was going on and like that they were how they figured these figures out and like they may not be totally accurate but mm-hmm. like oh. what what do you do? how many people own more like that's interesting to me but i mean the other part of it is or do we just turn that part of our brain off and go listen they're trying to make money they're investing don't read into it they're trying to make the most out of the most and that's it yeah i mean i think we would, could all agree that a level of transparency would be welcome sure. and <laughs> What like, like what are you doing now? Like and yeah. like and what and maybe maybe not maybe I don't want to know every single move and step, but like kind of what's the plan? Like, like is there is there a point where it's enough? I mean, obviously universities are a good example of institutions that have large endowments, and like isn't there a point like you can kind of what what do you like? I'd like to see a better a better detailed breakdown of what the plan is and what the goal is moving forward for like, you know, and this is how we leverage the fund, these funds. Cause nobody wants to hear about, nobody wants to hear about tens of millions of dollars of donation. If you're talking about having a hundred billion dollars in the bank, cause right. you're like, Oh, I'm it's crumbs in comparison. So like, what's, what's the plan? And yeah. Show us big picture here. I mean, the obvious reason to me why they don't say this is exactly what the church is invested in is you know that there are enough of these people that would be like, well, I follow where the church is invested and the power than the church and its, you know, members would have within the stock market. You could not do. If only there was an example from church history where investing in the church (laughs) didn't work out. Oh, wait. Well, that'll do it. That's uh, that's today's episode. Russ, I appreciate you coming in and talking about the hard stories. Uh, and it's been great to be able to visit with you to talk about Texas. I'll tell you what, the one thing I miss about Texas more than anything in the world, I had a brisket street taco. And I think about that more than once a week about how delicious that was. I could go on and on about barbecue, but mm. I won't. But mm. it, uh, the world of barbecue is a crazy place. And I would like some right now, now that you've brought it up. Going out to a smoker, it's Russ Wilder. And I And I can go get it, too. Do it. Uh, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body, that if you're not healthy enough to listen this week, that you'll be healthy enough to listen next week, and that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, Chris at Alpine Lakes Travel, Rick McGee, Debbie Wanless, and Chocolate Cake Bites Podcast. We'll be saving a seat for you. On the back row. Of... The Cultural Hall. Save me a seat, it's sure to be neat. On the back row, we really gotta go on the Cultural Hall show.